Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. The construction sector has been in the doldrums over the past few months and remains so in January, according to the latest BNP Total Activity Construction Index. But the residential construction sector is holding up much better than the very weak building output for the office market. Uh, John McCartney is the Director of Research at BNP Paribas Real Estate and is on the line. Good morning, John. Morning, Joe. So, the construction sector remains weak, but it's a tale of two sectors within that. Yeah, I think that is right, Joe. Residential, as you say, has held up much better. And I I think even within uh, residential, there's some nuance because uh, what we have observed really over the last six or nine months is that the home improvement sector seems to have uh, seems seems to have gone into something of a slump, uh, whereas brand new build, new home sector is still powering ahead. Now that's interesting. So in other words, people aren't doing up their homes as much as they might we might have expected, and it's all to do with people wanting to buy these A-rated homes. Yeah, so to put the numbers on it, Joe, uh, from the national accounts, uh, spending on home improvements and extensions was down about 2% year on year in real terms in quarter two. And then there was a deeper slump in quarter three. So it was minus 6% year on year. And you have to assume that that's a combination of rising tender prices, a little bit of a creep up in unemployment, um, and, and, and just generally a lack of consumer confidence. And many people presumably thinking that this is not a good time to commit to these projects. Um, you know, despite the fact that there are significant grants available for, um, for sustainability upgrades. Um, but as you say, uh, the, the, the new home sector is, is really powering ahead. We know that there was a 10% increase in, in housing completions last year. Uh, and indeed, it looks as if that will be sustained into 2024 as well because the the number of commencements, which is obviously a leading indicator of housing output, is actually up 22% last year. Wow, so it's 22% on, on the previous quarter, That's a, that's which means we should expect quite a few buildings to be constructed this year in housing. Yeah, I think so. I I I think we're probably set for thirty thirty five thousand or, or or thereabouts at that stage. Uh, at this stage, that's what looks achievable. Mm, that, politically, that'd be very interesting for the government uh, to be able to have that. Now, let's talk about uh, the the, the un, unloved stepchild, as it were, and that is construction sector in the office uh, in the office wing of things. Yeah, indeed. So uh, there is already an oversupply of offices, Joe. So uh, and 11% is a good vacancy rate for the office market in Dublin. Traditionally, if vacancy is 11%, re- re- rents are, are, are stable. If vacancy goes above 11%, rents tend to be falling. At the moment, uh, according to my figures at least, uh, vacancy is just over 13%. But critically, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. So currently there are uh, about 400,000 square metres of office space under construction in Dublin due to deliver before the end of 2025. And there's no realistic prospect that all of that space is going to be absorbed in real time. So the vacancy rate is going to keep rising probably until the end of 2025 and that's only phase one of the of 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 the project because actually uh, once 
we get to peak vacancy, there will be a further period during which uh, jobs growth uh, will just have to digest that excess space, and that could take another couple of years. So, so my take on it is that conditions in the office market will be oversupplied probably until 2027 or perhaps even beyond. Oh, that's interesting because some of your rival um, uh, research directors are predicting that, that, that the the market may be bottoming out this year. You certainly don't think that. I don't believe so, Joe, but doctors differ and patients die. <laughs> they certainly do. You, uh, in that sector, though, I was amazed to see that there's still more jobs being created. Yeah, well, in, in the construction sector generally, Joe, uh, the PMI shows that we've had jobs growth for uh, 12 of the last 13 months. And I, I think this does uh, signify a degree of confidence. And in fact, we ask in in our monthly survey of 150 construction companies, we do ask them directly, uh, you know, in a year's time, do you expect to be busier, less busy or the same? And 84% of them in uh, January are saying that they expect to be uh, busier or at least as busy in 12 months' time. So there is a degree of confidence in the construction sector generally. And I think that's probably coming mostly from the new homes market. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, the overall construction sector, and uh, could we be, would it be fair to say that if, according to one political party, prices in the capital were to be reduced down to 300,000 on average, would that decimate the sector? Well, it's, it's a very, very uh, dangerous prospect, really, for three reasons, Joe. First of all, uh, Irish households have about 709 billion euro of wealth tied up in their housing assets. And so politically for any government or any or any political party to advocate measures which would uh, which would reduce the value of homes, I think has the potential to alienate uh, voters. That's the first thing. But I think from a commercial point of view, there's an even more important consideration here. And that is uh, the, the effect on the banking sector. So uh, since the mortgage rules were changed uh, in January 2023, banks can now lend to first and second time buyers at a 90% loan to value ratio. And that provides them with cover if house prices fall by 10%. Uh, but if house prices fall by 15%, uh, there is a real prospect uh, that the collateral, the value of the collateral that's underpinning those loans uh, would not uh, be sufficient to um, cover the outstanding loan balances. And that could potentially uh, become a, a, major a, a really big problem. Especially because yeah. the banks could go back to the customer and say, actually, we want more collateral now because we are then in a, in a, in a bind. Unfortunately, we've run out of time, John, and I appreciate your thoughts on this. That is John McCartney, the Director of Research at BNP Paribas Real Estate. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.